Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor asked me to talk a minute about getting in the presence of God. Well, the word says that God is a spirit in, the, in John. I think it's chapter 14 or 15. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And that means... I start in my mind, because we're three parts, body, soul, and spirit. And when we, live, when we live in the earth, we live in our mind all the time. So I have to learn how to connect to God with my spirit. I had to learn how to do that one when I came here. I was a mind person. <laughs> I like to analyze and figured things out. <laughs> so, we were taught in the prayer to sing a song. And we would sing like, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to to focus on look at the words that you know think about what we're saying what am I saying and we'd sit there and I would remember something I need to put on my grocery list <laughs> would come to my mind <laughs> or something somebody that hurt my feelings or anything well we have we have to take authority over those thoughts and we have to say, no, I'm singing to Jesus. And I, <laughs> I start singing, you know. I can be singing in my mind, be off over here somewhere. 
You know, that's the first thing we have to learn to do. Because Jesus is spirit, and for me to get to him, to connect my spirit to him, I have to go past my mind. That's, that's what I have to learn to do. So I like to, I like to see him. I don't know what he looks like. I've never seen him before, but we know what a throne kind of looks like. That's the way I picture him. I like to see him on the throne. And the Bible does say that, uh, <laughs> that the throne, you know, is surrounded by his glory. And so I see gold and I see um, um, sparkles and I see... Uh, it says there's a rainbow around his throne. So I see a rainbow, and that's what I think about, and that's what I focus on. And I think about the words when I say, I love you, Lord. And in, a, in just a few minutes, you know, I start feeling his presence. I'll start feeling his presence. Because God made us. He made us to commune with him. And so... The enemy's job is to make sure that never happens. <laughs> he don't want us to know God. He wants to tell us what God is like. And everything he tells us is completely the opposite of the way God really is. Because <laughs> the word says God is love. That means he doesn't get mad at me. You know, he, he doesn't. Anybody ever felt like God gets mad at you? <laughs> yeah, me too. That's the way I used to see him, as sitting on the throne with this thing fixing to bop me on top of the head if I messed up. <laughs> but that comes from, you know, things that happen in our childhood, the way we're raised, and the whole goal of that is to pervert how we, how we can know God. So I have to get in his word and see who he is and let, let him change me, the word says, from glory to glory. Every time I come into his presence, he will reveal something about who he is to me or he will um, show me something that's in my heart, a wrong way of thinking that, that I can ask him to take out, you know, and... And my mind will become renewed, and my, I will start to believe that he's really good, because that's what his word says. Because I didn't believe that. I didn't believe. I thought he was hard. I thought he was a hard taskmaster. And I thought I couldn't please him. So I worked really, really hard for him to love me. That's what I thought I had to do. <laughs> but, but my acceptance in his presence is not based on my performance. You know, he already did everything that it, that it takes for us to get to him. And that was to send his son and be our, my sacrifice, be our sacrifice. His blood covers me when I get born again, when I ask him to forgive me and wash me and cleanse me. That's all that has to take place before I have the right to enter into his presence. <laughs> his word says, come boldly before the throne of grace to receive help in my time of need. 
You know, that's usually the last time I want to come. If I'm feeling bad or dirty or I've sinned, I know I've done wrong, you, you, you know, we want to run. But he said, no, I want you to come in your time of need. <laughs> I want you to come when you don't have a need, you know. He wants to reveal himself as our loving Heavenly Father. That's what he wants. And if we can let him work on our heart and have that kind of relationship with him, we're gonna want we're gonna want to spend time with him. We're gonna want to find out what it is he has for my life because he says he has good plans. He says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Plans not to harm you, but plans to give you a hope and a future. It's the enemy that kills, steals, and destroys, not God. So when I come to him, I just open up my heart. The Lord showed me one time, because I struggled to enter into his presence. I struggled real hard because I couldn't get past my mind and well, I was just scared of him. I Honestly, I was scared of God. And we were at a meeting, and um, people all, all around me were entering into his presence. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I was sitting there trying to do what they were doing, and I couldn't do it. And I saw uh, this big crowd of people, vast, and a throne way up in the front. And... Um, <laughs> The only way I could see that I could enter in was sneaking in, like <laughs> somehow I thought God couldn't see me, I don't know. So I did, I kind of, in my mind, I kind of snuck in on the back row and <laughs> and when I did that, I started being able to enter into his presence because all the things that happen to us <laughs> will, will short circuit our relationship with God, you know. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know him. I didn't know him as a good God. <laughs> but I was able to enter in. And he started teaching me. And on the way home from that trip, it was just a bunch of us ladies that went. And everybody was happy and laughing. And I turned and looked out the car window because I had tears running down my eyes. I said, God... When am I ever going to get to be a part of that again? Because we weren't here. We were, we were, I was raised in another church, and we didn't have the presence of God. We just didn't. And he spoke to me, and he said, practice my presence. <laughs> so I did what I thought that meant. I went home, and I started putting on music, worship CD, and I would sit in his presence just think about him and think about what the words were saying and I learned how to open my heart up to him like when you take a hot shower and you get in and you just relax and you inhale and you you breathe <laughs> it's the same way as I open my heart up to God like that it's the same it's the same process <laughs> I just, I just have to breathe in. I just have to inhale. Just relax. And I love you, Lord. <laughs> oh, thank you.
thank you, Jesus. And we just talk to him and and he comes, you know, his presence comes and he will let us go as far as we want to go. He'll take us as deep as we want to go. And every, you know, every hidden place in our heart, he'll show us. <laughs> and we'll let him deal with it. And he takes it out and then I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm not the same person I was way back when I first started learning what it meant to come into the presence of the Lord because he's healed my heart. You know, I was scared to let him do that. I was real scared. But um, that's what this prayer does here. And we have it on Tuesdays, by the way. <laughs> Learn how to get what it means to get a personal breakthrough. Learn how to connect to God. Learning what it means to co even connect to God. How to worship and how to pour my heart out to God and let him heal me and deliver me and set me free. That's what this ministry has done for me. <laughs> That's the vision here, to set the captives free. Amen. And it works. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Would you to uh, go back to that song? And I want to invite you to come. She's preached my message and didn't know it. <coughs> that God hears our whisper. I want to invite you to come. Just come and sit before God. And like she said, practice his presence. It was very, very hard for me to get into the presence of God. Because I was taught to be aware of everything that's going on around me. I was just raised that way. You know, to notice everything. To, to see things, to notice, to be aware. And that's what I did. And so it was extremely hard for me to shut myself in with God. Any little noise, eyes come open. What was that? Let's check that out. <laughs> And I know I'm not the only one, but through practice, through just getting in his presence, even being distracted with you got to do something, I learned to, uh, I would set my clock. If I had to go somewhere, had something I had to do, and maybe I had 30 minutes or however long to get, in, to get in God's presence to keep from being distracted with looking at my watch constantly, to make sure I didn't miss going to work <laughs> I'd set my clock so I could just focus on God and then when the clock goes off it's you know it's time to get up but anything the devil will use anything to distract us and pull us out of God's presence washing clothes washing dishes what I'm going to eat after the service is over <laughs> anything but in his presence is where our answers are found. For anything we got going on in his presence is where the answer is. So I just want to invite those that will to come to the altar. Come and just sit on the altar and as she plays, we're just going to practice getting into the presence of God. 
You can do it where you're seated too. But just practice. And I was thinking about everything while I was listening to a song is what stirred this up in me. That in heaven, there's lots of stuff going on. It says it's thundering and lightning around the throne. There's intercessors praying 24-7 around the throne. The angels are saying, holy, 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 24-7. The accuser is up there talking to God. You done this, they done that. Did you see what they did? But yet, there's a scripture. It's in my notes if I can find it. If I can't, that'd be okay. But there's a scripture that says that God hears our groan. And you look that up, it means, actually means to sigh. That's not very much noise. God hears amongst everything that's going on in heaven. When we turn our heart to him and just sigh. He's looking at us. Waiting to answer. That's how big he is. He can hear me sigh. You sigh. Everybody around the world at one time and answer. That's how big our God is. But that's how much he cares for you. Is he focuses on you to that degree. You just sigh in his direction. And he's looking at you. He's got his eyes upon you. To help you. So Lord we just thank you. We thank you that you love us that much, God. You love us to the degree that you you just focus your attention upon us whenever we even sigh in your direction. And we just thank you for that. That our heart cry is heard. That our heart cry is heard. That you hear it. And we just thank you. We just praise you and we love you. Thank you for showing up, God. We just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.